Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're back and broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, MTE supplying power to the station's 328-foot tower in downtown Murfreesboro, and our studios here on 306 South Church Street, MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. State Representative uh, Mike Sparks is here, and it's time to jump into the conversation. If you can get him to be still, you've had too much coffee or something. What's I wrong? have. You're I brought early. you some coffee, man. I know. You you always do. I always hook a brother up. Yeah. You must be a late morning coffee drinker, though. Well, I got up. I got up early, but um, yeah, I drink what, my what is pot early? a day. What is early? Well, I got up at three, but then I go back to bed. Uh-huh. I'm sure other guys are doing the same thing. Royce, don't you do that? I get up early, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got up about six thirty. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, the three o'clock was a potty break. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you get That's older, it happens, man. Yeah. yeah. When you get older, you got to yeah. have that. So, who's with you this morning? I got Royce Johnson. A lot of folks may know Royce. Royce recently ran for for county mayor and didn't um, and di- didn't make it, unfortunately. But but you never know. It may have been a blessing. You didn't make it. That's right. You know, we're here to help. That's what yeah. we were doing. We were trying to help. Um, does it help that he wears a Belmont sh- pullover? Well, I mean, come on, let me explain. Explain. <laughs> yeah. I went to MTSU. Okay. Okay. And Ashford University, but uh, I am proud of this shirt. Um, my wife decided to go back to, to college and finish her degree, and she's always fallen in love with Belmont, so we sent her back to Belmont, and she graduated in 2020. Oh, wow. At 50 years old with a bachelor's in business wow. degree, so I am very proud of her. Well, yes. for doing that, and so I kind of wear this with pride, even though I didn't go there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, where it mattered, Lady Raiders beat Belmont last night, so that was yeah. cool. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Ah, <laughs> there's <laughs> the shot. <laughs> well, that's why it was on my mind this morning. There you but go. That's, that, that's good. I mean, that, that takes um, a lot of courage at age 50 to yeah. say, I'm going to do something totally different, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, you know, and that's something she had always wanted to do, to be the first uh, female in her family to graduate from college. And that was important for me to support her to do that. Um, I'm fortunate I have multiple degrees, but I wanted her to at least get one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, kind of talk to us a a little bit about your background, because um, we were talking earlier uh, I found it interesting that you used your first, middle, and last name on your campaign signs, and you kind of told me the story behind that. But uh, people who you went to school with back in the day would know you by a different name than Royce, right? Yes, yeah. It, growing up, our mom always called us all by our middle name, which is Olin. So a lot of Rutherford County. I've been here 53 years to kind of tell you. You know, a lot of Rutherford County knows me as Olin Johnson. So if you know me a long time, you'll call me Olin or O.J., in the business world, though, the company's large that we had to go by our first names. And so th- that group of people who know me from the business side and later in life, they know me as Royce. Mm. So to get both sides, I had to put the entire name on there for everybody to recognize who I was. Yeah. So, so uh, what, what career path did you choose? Well, for life, I've actually been an engineer most of my life. Um, I've got multiple degrees, though. I do have a business degree. Uh, I have a public administration degree, and I have a criminal justice degree, uh, a master's in criminal justice. But engineer has been my love, Mm. you know. It's just that I've found as I've gotten older, uh, I like to learn. And I figure, hey, if you're going to learn it, 
go to school and get a degree in it yeah. you know just just do it all the way or don't do it at all um my wife told me to take a break <laughs> hard probably going after another degree i just learned to love as i got older yeah. so uh engineering is is the key well you were um mike mentioned and and you did run as a republican for the office of county mayor yeah i was an independent i had to run independent because of the uh bona fide rule as they call it so i didn't meet their criteria of voting uh three out of the last four primaries Uh, Uh, not general election but primaries so they kind of pushed me out into the independent which is okay you know I'm still who I am. I'm a conservative. If you know me, you know who I am. Uh, you know every, how, what I stand for, what I believe in. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I didn't find it offensive or anything else. That's their rule. Uh, I think it needs to be a stronger rule, if I can say that. Because well, you can say you, anything you, you want right now. <laughs> if you think about it, I want you to think about it this way, guys. If you're talking about a bona fide rule and you've got to have three out of four primaries, if I'm a Democrat and I don't like the way my party's going, I can go vote in three out of four primaries, pay you a little bit of money, and I'm a bona fide Republican. And it probably needs to be a little bit deeper research than just using that rule. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because that one's easy to break if you really wanted to break it. Just and, voting, period, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's a simple, you voted in the Republican primary three out of the last four times, you paid a fee, you're now a bona fide you bo- Republican. Bona fide. So and that is can, a little can, bit weak. You can vote in the Democratic primary, is what you're saying, and still be considered? No. Nope. Okay. You have to vote Republican. Oh, but see, if I'm a Democrat and I wanted to jump into Republican because I think just the R is going to win. Rutherford County is an R, right? Yeah. And I wanted to jump in and be an R, there's a way to fix that. Even though you're a Repub- uh, Democrat, you could get in and then do Democratic stuff, right? Gotcha. So you're yeah. saying if they just vote in the last... Three out of four. Three out of four That's primaries vote Republican, even though they're a Democrat. So. That's right. And pay their feed. Now they've jumped into Republican primary. So I think it could be a little bit better research than that. Mm. but that's the rules and that's the rules well, the, and I accept those rules so I ran independent the thing that's a little difficult though if you've got a young person that wants to run for office mm-hmm. they may not have been able to be eligible to vote that so, is very true you know, Mike and I, true. I mean a lot of folks I had to pay $500 to put my name on the ballot yeah, this that's year right. and uh, that's that's due to the um, uh, Republican um, oh, Lynn Davis is on there and yep. all the other guys on I forgot his name um, uh, oh, I forgot it, but that uh, I, she didn't. I don't think Lynn voted for that, but that's that was their decision. I disagree, but so yeah, the you, money goes. Are you to talking it. about Maxwell Austin? No, Austin no. voted on that, but oh. it was um, okay. Uh, the state, the state. Uh, oh, I uh, get you. The Republican state. Party board, but um, so the money goes to the state. I mean, you have to pay to run, and that money goes to be used by the state Republican mm-hmm. Party. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, for something. Yeah, I mean, I disagree, but I don't have a vote on that. So, well, that's what I'm saying, and so that rule is is. Yeah. Pers- I think that could be better and safer for the Republican Party if we looked at that from a, or they looked at it. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to do with it, but. You know, we, we, we go by the rules that are set forth at that time. And so I ran independent conservative and, and I enjoyed my time. Uh, I'm curious as to why you decided, you know, I want to run for county mayor because, um, you know, political life can be tough. So <laughs> yeah. what, what motivated I, you to run? I learned a lot. And uh, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, I. I just believe God told me it was time. Now, I've got to do a lot of stuff in my life. I've been very blessed by him. 
Uh, he's protected me in a lot of ways uh, from a very rough childhood. And I just felt we were going in the wrong direction a little too fast. We weren't keeping up with time. Not that we were doing bad, because Bill Kittron and them did a good job. They had AAA rating. They did good. But we weren't, we're not catching up to where we need to be. We're growing faster than where our infrastructure is really holding in our schools and, and things like that. And I wanted to help. Mm -hmm. I had the education to help. I had the background to help. And I wanted to help. So I ran to help. And, you know, they choose. Uh, you know, the, the people vote and they choose your mayor. And that wasn't me. But now I get an opportunity um, to serve on some of the boards. So I decided after that that I would uh, sign up for some of the uh, county boards and I'm on uh, the codes enforcement and appeals board and uh, I'm just here to help in any way I can. It, it, you know, I my feelings don't get hurt if I'm not chosen as mayor. I was doing it for the right reason. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? My job's just to help. You know, I, I find it interesting that it takes even to for uh, a, a countywide office, there's so much that those elected officials have to do once you get in. It costs so much money to run. Yes, I think it takes part of our population out, and and, and there may be some very well qualified people, but and just all of the um, vitriol that seems to come with politics sometimes, yeah. even locally. Yeah, and there's you, vitriol. Mm, that's <laughs> a big word. You want to look it up on your phone? <laughs> okay. <here. laughs> Well, and, and I'll say this. You know, this first time I've ran for any public office whatsoever. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a politician, and I've said that from day one. I'm not a politician. I, I'm just a citizen like everybody else who wanted to make a difference, okay? And I wanted to use my education, background, and experience to make a difference, okay? I learned a lot of things, good and bad, through the process. Um, but I, I want to say one thing that I'm very proud of because I, I did this for a reason, and I wanted people to understand it. We didn't do any fundraisers. We didn't ask for a dime from anybody. Funded the entire campaign ourselves. The reason for that is because I wanted them to understand I'm doing it for y'all. I, I, I don't want your money. I need your vote. And I need your concern. I need you to get concerned. I need you to go vote. The voter turnout is... It's rough on a local election. It's not much at all. It's 10, Isn't 12 percent. And, and it, that is really, really sad because a local affects you way more than a national election does. And, and it, yeah. we need we really need to educate people about your vote matters. What is it? The one in Laverne is separated by one, one vote. vote. The Alderburn? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. one vote. You don't think that vote matters? That vote matters. It yeah. matters to Graham because yeah. he's the one behind. He's the one behind. That's right. And, and a it, great guy, too. I mean, yeah. And, and I know, um, you know, Chanto Serino ran yep. for county commission. Um, he had a Republican challenger, and it's been several elections ago now, but uh, he, he only won by like six votes or something like that. Well, so you and, never know. And you know what's so amazing about that story? Yeah. And the reason it's, it's so important to get a credible, uh, certified election, free election, is Chanto was told he lost by three. Hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. And then they had to recount, and some of the votes got kicked out, and then he won by three. Yeah. So he oh, was wow. actually informed. He lost his very first one. But in turn, when they recertified it, he won. And so it does matter that, that it is a free and fair election, and your opinion does matter, and your vote matters. And, you know, I don't care who wins. Your opinion matters. You, you need to stand up for something. That's yeah. just my beliefs. Well, voting could not be simpler. 
I mean, you've got early voting. It's all all over the county. Then you have mm-hmm. vote centers where if you want choose to vote on election day, you can pop into anyone, maybe yeah. the closest one to work. And if you work in Laverne but live in the Siegel area, you just pop into the vote center in Laverne and vote instead of having to go back home and do your voting there. So, I mean, yeah. we have made it as yeah, convenient was, as possible. That was um, former Mayor Bill Kitchener and my bill years ago. We did yeah. that. We had, some, we had some opposition to that when we first presented it, and now it's um, – it's it's moving forward and it, I mean, it's if, an if there's any voter suppression going on yeah. let me know about it i mean because i haven't yeah. seen now there was long lines of the day and I, I had one guy that was out there at stewart's creek and i'm talking this guy he had a he had a cane and i'm and he was a he was a he was a big fella i'll just put it that way and i went over and started talking to him and we got not a heck of a nice guy he had a bad fall had back surgery and just back fusion just a lot of problems and and i said man how long did it take you to vote he said man i stood there for an hour 45 minutes. I was telling my assistant, Marvin, I said, which I admired that guy for doing that, and other people that stood in line. I said, Marvin, can you imagine me being on your back, standing there for an hour and 45 minutes, <laughs> you know, hold, ha- having to hold that kind of weight? And um, so I, I no one, I didn't see anybody complain, but I admired the, the spirit of the folks that, that wanted to cast that vote. You know? I, I think maybe one part that could be more educational for us on that, Mike, is, is really simply this. I voted over at Lane Agriculture. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was over there, and they did what I thought was just awesome. I seen one of the workers come out. She's looking for anybody in a wheelchair, yeah. handicap, or anything. Took them right to their own line. They didn't even have to wait. Just pulled them right out of line and said, we got a handicap line. You come right over here. Yeah. Now, if the other voting centers don't didn't do that or didn't know to do that, that could be one thing. But I agree. You don't want that poor guy standing yeah. in a line for hours. And he, never, and he never complained. I mean, he could be listening right now. Uh, heck of a nice fellow, but um, but I just admired it for yeah. I mean, I could tell, man, he was just he was huffing and puffing coming out of that pole with that cane. Yeah, I I just find it interesting when I went to vote, I, and I, I I have never voted on election day. Yeah. So early voting because I work on election day, mm-hmm. you know, so it just doesn't make sense to break away, you know, and and in the middle of the day for me in my yeah. schedule. So I, I've always chosen to early vote. I I like it. Um, you it, don't want to stand in line and call Bart. Hey, Bart, I'm doing the show live from Stewart's Creek. <laughs> yeah. I was going in line. But I went in, voted, and out, and I was done in four minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there is a way to not have to stand in line, and I understand voting on Election Day and early voting, and there are some people that just refuse to vote on or well, they, you know, I always hear people say there could be something bad that comes out about the candidate, and they want to wait till Election Day. Have you heard that? I have. Yeah. I, I have heard yeah. that. Yeah. So, well, I, I I don't know. I, I think we've made it as convenient as possible. Yeah. But and if if Alan's listening, Alan Farley, they done they done a great job over yeah. there. They did. They did. They did a really good job. You know, there there were some complaints that the results didn't come out, but there's a state law that says, hey, until the last person votes, yes. we can't release any information. And uh, there were still um, lines at nine o'clock at five vote centers yeah. at 9 PM. So that, that's the reason. But once it came out, boy, they got those numbers out and done yeah, they quickly. Did. They, did. Um, they did an excellent job. Yeah. And there's still some locations that, uh, out in Arizona and Nevada, they, they still haven't counted. There's like 53% of the vote in, and it happened a week ago in California. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it just blows my mind. It makes you suspicious. Well, sure it does. You know. I mean, I think it would anybody not, and maybe there's nothing, nefarious going on there but yeah. who knows um i have no idea what we were even going to talk about we well, we're going to talk about attention. the sheriff's academy <laughs> okay. um you know royce um you know and when I, I, I didn't bring royce up here to try to plug him to run for office i mean yeah. so there's probably some out there you know 
upset, like, man, what's my guy Royce up here for? But you know what? I, I kind of <laughs> well, respect I'm just interested guy. to see what what, you know. what makes somebody want to run for politics because I mean it's you got to care. It's a thankless job. I wouldn't want to do and, it. And you wouldn't. Well, my no, my well, not for mayor, but my <laughs> oh. wife. My, I got to share this story. He's got a huge dually. I mean, his his truck probably cost more in my my first house. Um, uh, on Nissan Drive now, which is commercial, by the way. Um, but he, he had, his truck was all lettered out. And my wife said, what's he going to do if he loses? And I said, I don't know. And uh, what would you tell me about your the wrap on your truck? Come right off. Come right off. But you got a, you got a deal. I mean, one of your buddies. I did, you. yeah. You know, I was so so fortunate. I help a lot of people. And it's because I love to help. And so I wanted to wrap the truck. And I had a friend. And he said, I'm, I want to wrap it for you. I'm going to donate it. I said, well, you don't have to. I'll be glad to pay for it. I just came to you because you have a business, and I want to support your business. Right? It was a moving billboard. Yes, it was a rolling billboard, and everybody, I got to admit, they'll probably see more during the next election yeah. uh, of rolling billboards because there's advantages to doing that sure. that I didn't even know were advantages because I'd never been in. But a place where you can't put a campaign sign, I can park that truck in the parking lot. Yeah. That's good. Okay? So, And I didn't know that, but... He he did the donation for me. We filled out the forms. I had a CPA doing all the records, and yeah. we did it and recorded everything. But uh, at such uh, wise studios well, did that. What for I me. like though, he I signed up for the sheriff's academy, Sense academy. Yes. I went through it about fourteen years ago. I missed a lot of meetings as a young county commissioner, and one of the, the de-escalation mental health areas. Those are areas that, that I'm concerned with as a as a representative. My intern went with me, Sarah yeah. Snyder. Uh, her dad's a cop. Her mom's a school teacher. And her dad, ironically, is my deacon at church. I'm uh, Bill Snyder. And you were there doing the yes. sheriff's academy, and it was an awesome program. Yes. Um, and I think everyone enjoyed it. Uh, Sergeant Gary Heron. Heron. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, oversaw it. And I think uh, is it. Chairman Craig Harris is going to go through. I think the next I, you one. You know, I, I think there's Jakes a commissioner that's going to go through it. I'm not sure which one it is. Yeah. I, I do know when I talked to Sergeant Heron that that one of the county commissioners had reached out to him. Yeah. Uh, to do the the class next well, next spring. Helped. So yeah, when I was sharing uh, in the in the foyer earlier. When I was a county commissioner, I would pick a lot of things. Right. And if, if Truman's listening, Truman knows that I would I would pick. I mean, I'm very frugal. But I tell you, when when I went and I seen, I think it was three detectives in a broom closet. I'm like, whoa, yeah. we've got to fund. We got to fund the sheriff's department. But we went through the de-escalation. We mm-hmm. had a, a mock scenario of a potential suicide, and uh, I failed it. I'll just admit, I passed the first one, but I failed the second one. And and yeah. what was it uh, Sergeant? Was it Hooker? Is that his name? Uh, yeah, I think you got it. And he had um, shoot, don't shoot. He, yeah, it was yeah. shoot, don't shoot on a mental health scenario. Troy Hooker. Yep. And Troy told me he says, uh, "Well, you just ended your career. You just killed somebody." He said, um, "Guy had a cell phone in his hand, yeah. not a pistol." Yeah. He said, "And uh, you're out of law enforcement. You're probably going to serve some jail time." <laughs> so it, it helped me to see what these officers, with seconds of a decision to make, um, in these critical moments. So, uh, you know, if a county commissioner is listening or a city councilman. Uh, I encourage you to go through and contact the sheriff's department, contact Sergeant Gary Heron. Yeah, I do too. Excellent, excellent class, 10-week class. You're only giving up your Tuesday night from 6 to 9. Um, you get to learn so much. You know, we went through 911 operators. We went through negotiations. We went through shoot, don't shoot, mounted patrol to understand mm-hmm. what it takes, to what they do, their job. Some of the things they do that really doesn't even fall in under their plate, but they're the resource that has to get used with jurisdiction and sure. stuff like that. Uh, but 
just the amount of of things that they have to deal with. And then you got to understand you're making split seconds decisions to go home to your family, yeah. end up dead. And then you got to go through, you know, debriefing and, and, and the other stuff to even no, help no. deal with that stuff with the PTSD. Yeah. And you're dealing with a society that's got all kinds of, of issues going on. So you don't even know what you got and the emotions running. Excellent, excellent program. I would advise any citizen, definitely commissioners, if you're listening, you want to do this class. It will educate you so much on what the sheriff's office actually that, goes through. And uh, hats off to the stops unit. Yes. Um, stops. Uh, Sergeant uh, Davis, and I believe it was Zach Campbell, um, for the de-escalation on, on that and getting folks that are on the streets with mental with mental health and substance abuse problems. Uh, shout out to a detective. Uh, Mobs, great guy. Just great folks over yeah. there. All Mobs right. was so much fun with the technology. Yes. <laughs> we got to run, but I Thank appreciate you, you Royce uh, Johnson and Mike Sparks, joining us here today on Rutherford Issues from WGNS.